Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, Brentley Williams continues our 10 Practices series, where we will be talking about 10 daily and weekly practices that can define our faith and bring growth in our life. Brentley talks about creation this week and how creation brings healing to our minds and souls and reveals the character of our Creator. We look at Romans 1 verses 19 through 20 and Psalm 19 verses 1 through 4 and how God reveals Himself through what He has made. Brentley talks about the three benefits of creation, a sense of calm, a sense of scale, and a better understanding of God. We hope you enjoy this message. What's up, high school? So excited to talk with you guys tonight about our sixth practice of being in creation. I love creation, and I'm excited to share with you guys how this specific practice can help us grow in our faith. Now, before we get started, I want us all to take a minute and think about a time that you were in creation and that made you think about God. Maybe he was revealing something about himself to you. Maybe you were in awe at the beauty or the complexity or the size of what you were seeing. I'll kind of help you think some of the ways that I have loved being in creation are when I've been hiking or been in the mountains, especially in the fall with the leaves changing color or in the spring with new leaves. Maybe it's looking up at the sky and seeing the stars at night. Maybe if you're a beach person, you know, I'm a mountains person, but for those of you out there, when you guys are at the ocean and looking out over the waves, maybe with all the rain that we've been having, it's listening to some thunderstorms. Whatever it is for you, I just want you guys to be able to think about that as we talk today about how creation reveals God and how God is revealing himself through what he's made. While we're also talking about these places, I wanna share with you guys a Celtic idea called thin places. Now, this idea of thin places is that there are places on earth that are so beautiful that the membrane that separates heaven and earth is somehow thinner there. And the thing about this is I, I definitely feel like I've experienced this, maybe you guys have too, what they're talking about here, but maybe as we dive into God's word and talk more about how creation is revealing him, that we'll be able to kind of see what they're talking about and how this practice can help us grow in our faith and be with our Father. Now, our concept this week or our focus is creation. We've definitely already talked about that. And our idea here is that we believe God has revealed himself through what he has made and that immersing ourselves in creation is good for our mind, body, and soul. Another way of thinking about this is that creation is both healing and revealing. It is revealing of God and who he is, his attributes and characteristics, and it's also healing for our mind, body, and soul as we spend time with the Father, clear our minds, rest our souls, and just focus on him. Now, our practice or our practice is creation, but our challenge is going to be making it a daily pattern to get outside. And I want to take a minute just right now to say that getting outside is different than practicing creation. I know we are outside often, you know, maybe you're playing basketball or swimming or fishing, but there's a difference between just going outside and actually practicing being in creation. If you don't love being outdoors, I understand there's people like that, but we wanna make sure that this time that we're outside, it's not just a time to be active and not focusing on God, but it's a time to sit and reflect and be with him, focus our thoughts on him, and allow him to reveal more about himself through what he has made. And you may be wondering, why is this actually one of our 10 practices? Like, is it really that big of a deal? Why are we making such an important deal about this? And I would say it is a big deal because Jesus has modeled it for us in the gospels. 
He has shown us time and again how he's practiced being in creation and how he has used creation to teach us more about God and in his parables and other ways that he's taught. So I'll share with you guys a few of those examples now. We won't have to turn to any of these passages, but I just want you guys to see, like in Matthew 6, we've talked about this uh, passage in FGS before. It's the passage where Jesus talks about how God takes care of the birds of the air and the lilies of the field. And if he takes care of them, how much more will he care for you? And Jesus uses creation as a reminder that of God's provision, of his generosity and of his love. Another passage is from John 15. And we've talked about this in FGS recently too. And Jesus uses the idea of a vineyard to talk about our relationship with the father. And just like a branch must abide in a vine to bear fruit, we must abide in Jesus. Jesus has also talked about creation often in his parables, whether he's talking about planting seeds or harvesting, fishing, other plants and animals, vineyards, things like that. He's used creation over and over again to help us know more about God and our relationship with him. And just like last week we were talking about with solitude, Jesus spent time in solitude with the Father in the garden, praying before his crucifixion. So over and over again, we can see how Jesus spent time in creation and also used creation as a way to teach us more about the Father. So now we're gonna focus on two passages uh, that kind of talk more about creation specifically. The first one is gonna be Romans 1, 19 and 20. So if you wanna go ahead and get there in your Bibles, paper or digital, I'll be reading out of my paper Bible, but the verses will also be on the screen for you. So here we go, Romans 1, verse 19. For what can be known about God is plain to them, people, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. So right off the bat, we see how Paul is talking how creation points to its creator, God. We see in verse 20, it talks about how God's attributes or his characteristics have been clearly perceived, experienced, or seen um, ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made. So God is revealing himself through what he has made. And I'll take a point for a second just to talk about how anyone in the world could come to a conclusion just by being in creation, looking at creation, that there is a creator. But for Christians, we know that that creator is God. And so for Christians, creation and being in creation allows us to know God more, better, at deeper levels, and to actually experience that with him. So there are, because God is revealing himself through creation, there are things about God, ways of interacting with him, and ways of experiencing his presence that are experienced most clearly in creation. And two of those Paul talks about here in verse 20 are his eternal power and his divine nature. But that's not it, there's so many more. And it depends on however God is speaking to you in that moment. And we'll get to that more later. But before we do, I wanna look at one more passage. Don't worry about turning there. It's Psalm 19, one through four, if you wanna read it again later this week. But I'll read it for us right now and we'll talk about that too. Psalm 19, verse one. The heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. So just like in the last passage, we see how creation speaks of its creator. And it uses language like, the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. It talks about how creation 
pours out speech and reveals knowledge. A lot of the same things that we've already been talking about. And it talks about how the voice creation can be heard throughout all the earth. I also love about this passage how it points to the fact that no matter what's going on in the world, that creation still praises God. So no matter if there's wars or natural disasters or even a pandemic, creation is still praising God. And it's a reminder that for us, no matter what's going on in our lives or in the world around us, that we can still be worshiping our creator. Whether there's a pandemic or a war or a natural disaster with a time of more fear and anxiety, maybe parents losing their jobs, maybe families fighting with each other, maybe people getting sick, whatever it is, we can still worship our creator. Now, you may be looking at this and going, okay, I see that Jesus modeled it and I see that these passages are talking specifically about creation, but why should I practice being in creation? Well, good question. Uh, so we're gonna talk about now three reasons or benefits of being in creation. And again, this is not an exhaustive list, right? It could go much, much further than this, but just to help you guys think about it this week, here's three different benefits for being in creation. The first is a sense of calm. Just like we were talking about a second ago, this time it has a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, but being in creation helps us to remember that God is in control of it all and holding it all together. It's a reminder that if we get outside, we can clear our mind and rest our soul by being with our Father. It's a reminder that He's holding everything together so we can lean into Him and trust Him because He is faithful, just like the rising and the setting of the sun. So. The first one is a sense of calm. The second one is a sense of scale. So think about for a moment, just the feeling of being on top of a mountain and looking out over all of creation that you could see. Think about being on the edge of the ocean and looking out across all the waters and how it makes you feel. You feel probably kind of small, right? Because you see how big creation can be. And this isn't to make you feel worthless at all. This is a reminder that God is so, so big and that even though we're so small, he cares so much about us and knows us. And it's also just a reminder that we need to know our place. And this is not like a negative thing at all, but it's a reminder that sometimes we can be self-centered. Sometimes we can be prideful. Sometimes we can think other things in our life are really big or daunting, but being in creation is a reminder of God's power and how much bigger he is than all of that. So again, sense of calm, then sense of scale. The third one is a sense of better understanding. We've already talked about this a little bit, but creation is revealing God, his attributes and his characteristics. And God is revealing us or revealing himself to us through what he has made. So we come to know him better and at deeper levels by being in creation and being with him in what he has made. We've already talked about how he reveals his uh, provision for us, his generosity, his love, also his control over everything. In Romans, we saw his eternal power and his divine nature, also his faithfulness and his goodness. The list can go on and on, but that's just some of them. So why should you practice being in creation this week and past this week as well? A sense of calm, scale, and better understanding. Now, you may be thinking, all right, Brentley, now I know why I should be practicing it, but how do I actually practice it? because a lot of you guys may have never actually thought about practicing being creation. So I do wanna take time for just a second to just kind of let you guys take a breather and know that practicing being in creation is just that, it's a practice. It's gonna take a while to get into a moment where you can be outside and really 
see God revealing himself to you. Think about it just like working out, right? If you made a 2020 goal to maybe get in shape or you know, build muscle or something like that, going to the gym one time isn't gonna all of a sudden get you there, right? It's not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna go to the gym once and all of a sudden, you know, my arm is like super big from muscle. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but it's gonna take time. And so just like that with practicing creation, it's gonna take time. But I encourage you guys to take the time to start practicing it. And as you're doing that, I've got an idea for you. So a couple years back, I was in a class that was talking about this idea of being in creation and learning more about God through what he has made. And we were given an assignment. The assignment was to go outside, lay on our stomachs and to stare at a piece of ground that was about six inches by six inches and to only focus on that for 20 minutes. And you may be thinking, oh my goodness, 20 minutes, there's no way I can focus on it for that long. But it actually goes a lot faster than you'd think because you all of a sudden start to notice all these things that you never saw before because you never took the time. Like if I were to ask you what color is grass, you'd say green, but when you're looking at it, there's so many other colors and there's texture too. There's so much more to dirt than you even realize. And then you start to see the ants and the beetles coming in and doing, going about their day, doing what God created them to do. And you start to realize how much detail and care God has put into such a small thing. And then you realize that that same care and detail he has for you. He knows all the details that are going on in your life. He knows everything about you and loves you and cares for you. So then the next part of the assignment after we had been 20 minutes down on the ground was to turn up and look at the sky. And so now you're going from looking at something that was only six inches by six inches to looking at anything your eye could see. And you just are remembering what, like how much God created. And you can't even see the whole world. You can't even see the stars in the sky and the planets, but even just what you can see is amazing that God has the power to create all of that. And then you remember how small you are. But again, it's not a negative thing, but you remember just like he cared for that small little ant and knew what was going on with him, he cares and loves you and knows all that's going on in your life. So that's not even it of what he can reveal to you in that time, but there's just some examples of how he impacted me in that time. But I encourage you guys to take this week and try that exercise outside. And maybe you can just sit and reflect and listen and focus on who God is and allow him to speak to you through what he has made. Other times that you could do this are maybe when you're hiking this summer, maybe when you're sitting out by the lake or by the ocean, maybe looking up at the stars in the middle of the night, or if we keep getting more rain like this, listening to the thunderstorms. Whatever it is and wherever you find yourself in creation, take time to sit, to just be with the Father, to reflect on who he is and allow him to reveal himself through what he has made experience a sense of calm, a sense of scale and better understanding. Now, hope you guys enjoy being in creation this week and I hope you guys focus and allow distractions to be put down and to allow God to reveal himself through what he has made. Love you guys and have a great week.